a dose of hope coming at ya. Let's drop the stigmas and let's remove the shame of the stain. You can only become truly accomplished as something you love. Don't make money your goal. Instead, pursue the things you love doing and then do them so well that people can't take their eyes off you. It gets so hard just trying to figure it out, fighting down, trying to believe God, trying to watch the words in my mouth and stay on the ride. Trouble come and go, even on the mountain high or the valley low. Never let your faith go. Oh, never let your faith go. I've been there before, so confused, don't know which way to go. Stressed out, world so crazy, minds will stay in the house. Fear trying to rise up, got terrorist disguised, they look like us, but we know who we trust. Trust when I say that we gon' be alright. We gon' be alright. We gon' be alright. Times will come and it's here today. Look at all the hate, senseless crime and murder. Human trafficking, racism, police brutality, bullying, rape, trouble, and stay. Shut your parents and be Let your kingdom come, let your will be done in the earth. Let your glory rise, let your sun shine, let it burn. Welcome, my Edo family, to today's show. Thank you for listening in. It means so much to me to have your support. Trust me, I'm telling you, it means so much to me. Today's show features Dr. Charlene Bell, our unsung hero, and our good in the news guest, Tachio Young. Y'all better go ahead and kick off your shoes. Come on and get relaxed. It's time to be inspired. We'll be right back. They told you that you couldn't do it cause you washed up Ain't like them bad girls said you should get your sauce up But I got this plan and you might not understand I'ma go hard as I can and I'm gonna be the boss of it Just watch me do this, put no limits, only swag on it Walk right up to the front where I belong and brag on it to the top, I'ma give it all I got Might take a lot, but we ain't gonna never stop I don't believe I'm something special Can't take that from me So you can say what you want I go harder, stronger Be who I'm supposed to be Cause I'm unstoppable I get all 
pray through it, fall on my face And I might make mistakes, but I don't let it break me Cause I'm still on my way friends, you are in for a treat. We welcome to the Unsung Hero Series, Dr. Charlene Bell Rainey. She is CEO and founder of Her Padded Truth, a movement based on love and kindness and seeks to provide menstrual hygiene products to young girls and women who are homeless, living in impoverished conditions and in transition. She is also the owner of Convenient Healthcare VA and the Drip Drop Hydration Wellness Lounge. And she's going to tell us all about it all. Okay, y'all? Family, we are excited about this queen, Dr. Charlene Bell. Welcome to A Dose of Hope Radio. Thank you so much. I am so excited to be here. How are you doing today? I am wonderful. And yourself? I'm doing good. I cannot complain. (laughs) (laughs) Good. Thank you so much again for coming to the show. We just wanted to celebrate you because you are just amazing. I mean, I was looking at your bio, honey, and I could not even (laughs) pull all the things, okay, that you have done. You know, I'm familiar with your work. I believe it was Achi Magazine. Um, You were celebrated on that, and it was just like a breath of fresh air every time you got up, every time you spoke, you know, the energy that you brought. I'm just excited to have you. You are just so awesome. Please tell us about yourself. Tell us, you know, how you started, who you are, and where you're from. Thank you. Awesome. So again, as you already heard, I am Dr. Charlene Bell. Um, I am a family nurse practitioner here in the great state of Virginia um, by way of New York City. I'm a girl from the Bronx, little girl from the Bronx who had big dreams of getting out of New York and doing something great with herself. I'm also Again, the owner of Convenient Healthcare VA, which is a family practice right here in Hampton, Virginia. And also, you know, the owner of the Drip Drop IV Hydration and Wellness Lounge. Um, I'm just a really cool down-to-earth person. I'm going to be quite honest with you. I'm a mother, an evangelist, a great child of God. I am Jesus' favorite. Okay, I don't care what okay. anybody else says. You know, he just favors me. And, and to be honest, I just strive to make sure that I educate people, especially women of color, on their menstrual hygiene and just their men- just health overall. Okay, so Her Padded Truth, that is a movement, a, a nonprofit that you have started. Tell us a little bit about that. So Her Padded Truth was created in, it was a dream, honestly. Um, I was suffering from insomnia late at night and I woke up around like midnight. And what do you do when you have insomnia? You get to your phone and you scroll through Facebook. Mm-hmm. And I was scrolling through Facebook and I came across this video. And it was a short documentary about maybe 10, 15 minutes long and it talked about women who are homeless in my state of New York and what these homeless women had to do in order to catch their feminine flow and immediately God was like boom that's it right there her padded truth and I remember typing it down in my phone and I was like oh my gosh this is great so that was in 2017 Mm -hmm. I noticed here 
in the state of Virginia, just I, I, I was oblivious to what menstrual poverty was. Right. Because, I mean, I, I didn't even think that that was a thing. Yeah. Growing up in New York, I grew up I didn't. I was lower class. I'm not even going to say in the middle. I was lower than the lower class, right? And I remember at times having my period and not having pads and using toilet paper to catch my flow or things of that nature. And it was just so embarrassing to me. And I just wondered how many other women are suffering from this and going through the same thing. And her pad of truth was born. And I just learned that in the state of Virginia, that many young girls were missing countless days of school because they didn't have menstrual hygiene products or the school didn't provide them with menstrual hygiene wow. products. That there were homeless women that were using old rags, sock, um, old T-shirts, even newspaper wow. or cardboard to catch their feminine flow. And by using all of these unsafe products, it was causing them not only to have vaginal infections, but even causing them to have sepsis and death. So I made it my duty to inform women of what was actually inside of the menstrual hygiene products and how they could do better. Wow, wow. You know, just to just to take that, you know, what you were going through with insomnia and to be, you know, strolling through Facebook and to come up with this amazing creation and, and things that you do to help humanity is just it's just God. It truly you know, is. God will give us things sometimes. Yeah, he will give us um, you know, insight and all that stuff, you know, sometimes in in, in things that we're not even looking for. You know, mm -hmm. it's like we're not our head is not even in that space. Right. And then here it is, bam, God gives us this type of vision. So give us a story of something that has happened out there that you've seen that, you know, just really touched your heart and, th and then touched the heart of the person you were helping. So I, I really love sharing this story with people. After we had her pad of truth up and running, we received our 501c3, you know, our trademark and things of that nature. I remember being downtown Newport News and I was on my way to go get some food. Okay. About to get me some chicken mm -hmm. gizzards. Cause you know what I'm saying? That's what we did in New York. <laughs> yeah. sell some chicken gizzards. And I remember watching a woman walk down the street and I could clearly tell that she probably had some mental illness there. Mm -hmm. And she had on these gray sweatpants and she was bleeding through her sweatpants. Mm -hmm. And unbeknownst to her, she didn't even realize that she was bleeding. Yeah. And as she was walking down the street, people were just pointing at her. You know, pointing yeah. at her. One, they were too afraid to go up to her because they knew that she had mental illness. And then two, you know, they just felt like, oh, that's just, oh, well, you know, that had nothing to do with me. Right. And I remember thinking, like, come on, like, everyone is here. People are seeing this. Yeah. And I remember taking her to a local Dollar General and buying her some sweatpants and getting her some pads. And I remember her just looking at me and just saying, thank you. You yeah. know, she, I was hearing stories of how women who were homeless mm -hmm. would go into McDonald's and they would ask for a cup and they would go into the bathroom and literally take a cup of warm water and wash themselves out over the wow. toilet in McDonald's. Like, why do you have to even go to such great length? You know, yes. it, it's, it's amazing. One thing I find to be very amazing to me, as a, even as a medical doctor, mm -hmm. as a professional, is that for a man, right, sex is optional. Having a menstrual cycle, that's a natural way of life, mm -hmm. okay? Though sex is natural as well, you can abstain from sex. A lot right. of times mm -hmm. it's hard for you to abstain from bleeding, right? <laughs> Unless you're taking some sort of medication. Yes. And the government will pay for men to have right, right. Cialis and Viagra yes. and, and penile pumps and all kinds of things of that nature because it's considered a quality of life issue. But the government doesn't consider menstrual hygiene products a quality of life issue. Wow. And for me, I wow. find that to that be is, extreme. That is it is it is very baffling because in the early 2000s, uh -huh. the World Health Organization mm -hmm. did a study on women, especially women of color, to find out why they why many women were getting endometriosis, cervical cancer and things of that nature. And what they realized is it was the tampons that they were using that was actually causing women to have a lot of health issues, a lot of um genital urinary issues. So I literally will push a menstrual cup on all of my friends. I have been able to convert all of my friends to menstrual cups <laughs> and just really informing them of what you're putting in your body. It's so vital and it's so important. It is, it is really crucial. Yeah, it really, wow. really is. It's, it's mm -hmm. just crazy. Mm -hmm. While you're out here and you're looking at all of these things and you're seeing all of this need around you, what keeps you inspired to continue to do what you do? I have to say what keeps me inspired is the changes that are being made, right? Okay. So in 2016, I worked with other menstrual abbots on a bill to mm. help eliminate tampon tax. So men get condoms, right? Um, and condoms are considered an essential need, but um, they're, they're not taxed. But menstrual hygiene products are. 
Right. So it's almost like it's a double-edged sword. As a yes, woman, not only am I marginalized because I'm a woman, but then again, it's like a, another hit. You're going to tax me for something natural that happens to me every single month. Wow. So what we were able to do in 2016, we had proposed the bill that would remove tampon tax for out of the state of Virginia. Um, it got kicked out. We were like, oh, goodness, you know? But I'm happy to say that in 2019, that when we submitted the bill again, it was passed. Wow. So no woman awesome. in the state of Virginia has to pay taxes on her menstrual hygiene products. Awesome. Furthermore, every young woman from middle school to high school, that every school is now mandatory for them to provide menstrual hygiene products to every middle schooler and high schooler. Yes, yes. To me, that's phenomenal. Because they weren't doing it before. And now we're providing funding to school so that they can do that. They started to see a decline in young girls coming to school in education. How is it that a young girl who made straight A's, now she's making C's and D's because she's missing countless days of school because she bleeds for 10 days at a time? Wow, wow. You know, so it, it's just little things like that. What keeps me going is seeing that there are women that are using safe products, um, seeing that women are being educated and that they are even being inspired. Every time I speak about menstrual equity and menstrual poverty to people, it ignites something in them because one, they didn't know. And then two, now they're forced to take action. So that's what keeps me going. I mean, you are amazing. <laughs> Thank you. You are just amazing. Our unsung hero. We'll be right back to close with Dr. Bell right after Anthony Brown and Group Therapy. Blessings on Blessings. This is not a drill. It's time for you to speak what you want to see. And if you win it, then repeat after me. Come on. Every time I turn around, blessings, blessings. Every time I turn around, blessings on blessings. Every time I turn around, blessings, blessings. Yeah, every time I turn around, blessings on blessings. Yes, sir. Blessings, blessings, blessings. blessings. <laughs> there will be blessings on blessings. Oh, yeah. Blessings, blessings, yeah. Yeah, there will be blessings on blessings. The favor of the Lord rests upon me. In my 
for my body Healing for my spirit, yeah All the ropes, all the ropes Come and say power Holy Ghost power Life destroying power We are back on the line with Dr. Charlene Bell, our unsung hero for the day. She was telling us about her nonprofit organization, Her Padded Truth. Now we need to know about all these other things you out here doing, Doc, because you got a lot going on. Tell us about it. I do, I do, I do. I am, I am, uh, I'm all about, I, I consider myself the Genesis girl. <laughs> and when I say that, just how, you know, Garden of Eden had eight streams, I'm going I'm to go ahead and have eight streams as well. Mm-hmm. So because I want to talk about her Truth, what inspired this next thing that okay. happened. Um, when I was doing her Pat of Truth, I was thinking about it and I was thinking about it with African-American women in mind, honestly, right. and thinking, OK, what are some things that women mm-hmm. um, are kind of is taboo about? They're taboo is taboo about your menstrual cycle. Nobody really wants to talk about it. It's like a hush-hush thing. It's nasty, things of that nature. So I created something called the Cycling Flamingo. My life completely changed when I let go of all commercial products. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeast infections, vaginal um, issues, rashes, all of that went away. Odor, when you have your menstrual cycle, when I decided to use menstrual cups. So I developed and created my own menstrual hygiene line called the Cycling Flamingo. And the Cycling Flamingo is comprised of menstrual cups. Um, And what it does is menstrual cups, I don't know if you've ever used one, but they're eco-friendly, they're sustainable, made of 100% medical grade silicone, and they can be worn up to 12 hours a day, and they're good for 10 years. So not only am I saving you money, right, but you're also helping the environment. So the Cycling Flamingo will be launching in October, my birthday month this year. I'm so excited because we're in production of our cups. I'm so excited about that and educating people on that. Um, In 2019, I started my own medical practice. I noticed that there were so many people who were disenfranchised and also so many people that lived in poverty areas that weren't getting the care that they needed. And I saw people, I I saw patients that looked just like me that would refuse to go to the doctor because they felt as though that doctor wouldn't understand. So I decided to create a safe space um, where patients felt comfortable coming to someone that they knew, coming to someone that looked like them, coming to someone that understood. You already know that there's a huge disparity when it comes to African-American women and maternal fetal maternal death. Yes. Right. And uh-huh. that's because it's like, I have these issues, but you look at me and immediately you think I'm a drug seeker. So, you know, when yes. convenient healthcare came up, I wanted to create a place that was affordable for patients who didn't have health insurance. Mm-hmm. So I'm like the Netflix of healthcare. Wow. <laughs> if you don't have health insurance, really, for those that don't have, I have patients who have insurance, but those who don't have insurance, you pay a low monthly rate every month. You get unlimited office visits, disca- discounts on your labs and discounts on your medication. Wow. Wow. You can't beat that. that. And that is awesome that you can even provide that service. Yes, exactly. I think that it's important because we have so many, I've seen so many young people pass away from not being checked up. Not, I didn't know I had diabetes. I didn't know I had hypertension. You should know those things, right? But when you are afraid to go to the doctor, when we've been told, oh, don't go to the doctor because they're not going to do anything for you. You decide, you make up in your mind, I'm not going to go. Um, so I thought that that was really keen. Yeah, yeah, it is. And it wasn't it wasn't until 2020 that I decided to open up the IV Hydration Lounge. And that was because I noticed that we don't eat well. <laughs> not we at all. We do not eat properly. <laughs> and because of that, we suffer from fatigue, joint pain, constant headache, obesity. And did you know that when you eat certain foods, your nutrients and your vitamins that are in the foods, you only absorb 30% of it. So with IV hydration therapy, I hook you up to an IV, you're getting 
100% of vitamin C, 100% mm. of your zinc, magnesium, of your B12. Yes, and yes. it's also making your skin look good at the same time. I like the yes, comprehensive yes. approach to healthcare. I don't think you should have to go to 50 different people in order to get what it is that you want. If you can be a one-stop shop for a patient, they're more apt to follow the instruction that you give them when you guys come together and make a collaborative healthcare plan. So that's why we're Convenient Healthcare VA. Look, let me tell you something. You are simply amazing. We are thankful for what you provide. How do Thank we get in so touch much. with you? <laughs> so I am on most social media platforms, <laughs> to be quite honest. So I'm on Facebook. You can follow me on Facebook um, at I am Dr. Bell. Or you can go to our business page, Convenient Healthcare VA. We accept all major insurances and we are accepting patients still. So catch me while you can. Um, you can also find me on Instagram at I am Dr. Bell. Twitter, I am Dr. Bell. And TikTok, I am Dr. Bell. And it's Dr. All Spelled Out. <laughs> okay, okay. I am Dr. Bell, all spelled out. And so, okay, great, 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 great. Thank you so much for coming to be with us today. Thank you for being great. Thank you for being amazing. And more than anything, thank you for being obedient. You are so welcome. Now that was amazing. Up next, we have Todd Shell Young. So y'all hang in there with me and help me celebrate this young lady. She's off to med school. We done came from the bottom, now we on the tippy top, yeah Oh Lord, you so awesome, the way you love me is amazing Can't nobody do me like you do me, Lord, I'm feeling so incredible Put you above all things, Lord, ain't nobody on your level You're pouring blessings out on me, dripping sauce down to my feet If it wasn't for you, Lord, I'd be dead and gone, y'all, I gotta keep it straight Canada, 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 yeah, them blessings, they running up, running up We the new wave, ain't no stopping us, ain't no Kevin Brown, get your weight up see we runners up and God been so good, it seemed like all my blessings been double stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I stay on my knees and I'll never forget where he brought me from. Yeah, yeah. Giving praise to the king and I'm giving my life till his kingdom come. But I'm still young. Trending like a brand new
gonna hate, but we love him anyway Cause we gotta stay, gotta stay, so I say and say Yeah, yeah, yeah Up next is Todd Shell Young Y'all come on and help me celebrate yeah, 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 yeah,
family, we were able to catch up with Miss Tatchell Young, and she is on the line with us today. How are you? Welcome to A Dose of Hope Radio. Thank you so much. I am doing fabulous. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. So how does it feel to be starting medical school? It's unreal. It's so unreal. I've been working my whole life to get to this point. Uh, and you think everything will go smoothly. They tell you what you need to do and then you get there and you're like, okay, I don't think this is my journey. I think the, <laughs> I think I might have to do this journey over again. Um, <laughs> but it feels unreal and I'm so excited. I know you are. So tell us about your journey and what this means to you. Yeah, so it all started. Uh, I'm from New Haven, Connecticut. Um, and I grew up in housing projects and I have a brother with sickle cell disease and kind of the combination of those two things are what really inspired me. So quite literally growing up in the hospital alongside my brother's bed to then going home to witness a variety of health disparities that our neighborhood was impacted by. It seemed like everybody had asthma, like somebody had asthma up the street. The other person had asthma. I had asthma. Just never really understood wow. what I didn't know what health disparities were back then. I just had these observations that we're all, why are we all unhealthy? Like, why can't we all be thriving like the cause right. and whatnot? So, you know, I made up in my mind that I was going to be a doctor. I read, uh, fortunately and unfortunately, I read Ben Carson's book. Um, my mom got it as a gift for me. He went to Yale and for New Haven. He was black and kind of went through the whole journey despite the odds. And I felt myself identify with him in that way. And I just remember reading that book saying, you know what, I can do this too. I want to be a doctor. And everything that I did since that point in time was trying to become a doctor. And that includes doing all the science fairs, you know, trying yeah. to, yeah. you know, escape quite literally into school mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. make school my everything. And, and uh, in high school, I became an emergency medical technician. So I was on the fire unit and then worked in the emergency room. And then when I got to college, I'm like, okay, I got to be the science major. I got to keep pushing. And being the science major was not for me. I actually preferred to continue to, I was doing harm reduction uh, work, which is clean needle exchange, HIV prevention work in Washington, DC. I went to Georgetown for college uh, and I would okay. much rather do that instead of being in the lab or in the library all day. So yeah. when I noticed that, it's not that I didn't love science, it's just doing science in that way just didn't resonate with me at the time. So I chose to not be a science major. I was a sociology major, but at the end I decided to get a certificate in population health. Uh, and wow. then from that point, because of the work I was doing in DC, I discovered public health. So I chose to uh, take my talents to Columbia University Mailman School of Public Health. Um, and I have my master's in public health from there. And then quite literally life just started to do things. Uh, so I went uh, after graduate school, I chose to work uh, at the National Institutes of Health. And I was like, you know, I'm going to do this for two years and I'm going to do a post baccalaureate program to finish all of my uh, pre-medical prerequisites. But then literally within a month of starting, I went to court with my mom. And by the time we came out of court, I was the legal guardian of my brother and had physical custody of him. So wow. quite literally a shift from, you know, being really excited, newly grad school graduate, uh -huh. <laughs> about to go be this doctor that changes the world to being a parent. Um, and for me, that was life changing, uh, one, as a 23 year old, but also life changing because I had the privilege to raise the young man who I am still raising today. Wow, how awesome is that? Look, let me tell you something. <laughs> I was tired reading your bio. Okay? Oh. Oh. <laughs> I was reading your bio and I was like, okay. And by the end of it, I was like, what did I just read? And what did she do? And, and where? And oh, it, it's amazing. I'm just telling you, like, as a young, you know, African-American woman, I am just so proud of you. You know, I'm just so proud of you for pushing forward. And, you know, and even though life has come up against, you know, you in, in different ways, and of course, ways that you may not have even said, um, you know, things come up against you and you still kept your eye on the prize. And, you know, and that's the thing, you know, that's what this show is all about, showing example after example 
of people who defy the odds, who say, who can set their mind on one thing and say, this is what I'm going to do. And, you know, of course there's, you know, things that happen, the journey changes. Maybe I thought I was going to be Dennis, but now I'm something else, you know, but at the end of the day, the goal is, is still the same. You know, you, you've accomplished what you set out to accomplish. And um, I saw that you're going to have a book that's going to be coming out and it's called Claim Your Worth Now. Tell us about that. Absolutely. So Claim Your Worth Now is a nonfiction book that has a self-help spin, but also a memoir spin to quite literally encourage people to conquer their dreams. Um, And exactly what you just said, kind of overcoming those odds and, you know, being mindful that things that you set out to, it might shift and dip and you might have to go over some roller coasters, but it doesn't mean that you shouldn't keep your eyes on the prize. So similar to a devotional uh, that many people read on a daily basis. Many of them are uh, centered in Christian thought. Um, I, Even though I am a Christian, my book is not necessarily centered in Christian thought and it's also not daily. It's a weekly read uh, to get yeah. people excited about, okay, I got got something to read. I got something to, to keep me on my toes so I can keep moving forward. And this is what yeah. Claim Your Worth Now does. Awesome. And I think, you know, sometimes people do need to be reminded on, on a weekly or daily basis that, you know, of, of what, okay, what are my goals for this week? What am I doing this week? How am I to get one step closer to, you know, what I'm supposed to be doing? I'm the type of person that I have to have goals. You know, I have to have something written down. What am I accomplishing this week? Because if I don't, I'm all over the place. All over the place. I completely understand. (laughs) You look up, it's a year later and nothing's been accomplished. You know what I'm saying? So, yes. Yes. So, um, if you had to say something to, um, you know, the youth or someone out there who's really pushing through uh, those hard places to get to, you know, where you are, who's wanting the same things that you that you desire. What do you say to them? I tell them to keep on going. There's always going to be something that gets in the way of you wanting to accomplish your dreams. There's always going to be something that feels like an excuse, right? There's always going to be something. But at the end of the day, if you make a commitment to yourself to keep pushing forward and don't let anything get in the way, do not compromise, it will happen. I truly believe that You know, God puts a fire in us that stays lit and he truly knows the desires of our heart. And once we make a commitment to that, he's like, okay, I got you. You might have to hop over these uh, hurdles a little bit, but I'm still holding your hand while you do it. So keep pushing forward. Yes. Oh, awesome. That is a great and amazing word. We thank you so much for joining us today. You are special. Keep on going. Keep on pushing. Um, We're going to look for this book and we're going to talk about it. Um, may even bring you back on to share it with us when you're about to launch the book so that we can get, you know, just a little bit more in depth into that. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. So how can people find you? Yes, you can find me on my website at www.toddshellyoung.com. Or you can find me on Instagram at Todd Shell Young or at Claim Your Worth Now, which is my book Instagram. Oh, nice, nice, nice. All right. Well, thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. I'll get through this one. Stop.
Campbell, give us something that the world needs more of, and that's love. Oh 
What an awesome show we had today. Thank you, Dr. Bell, for coming up here and sharing your wisdom and just, you know, just for being great, for being fabulous, for all the things that you have done um, in your community to just help people. And, you know, it you're just one of a kind. And we thank you for being our guest today. Also to Todd Shell. You know, I just want to say you are an awesome an amazing young lady and I look forward to everything that you have in store. Just please keep in touch with us. We you know we have to know what's going on with you. Up next is Rhonda Shortino. She's here as our inspirational highlight person of the day. She is a 13-time author, CEO, and podcast host of Empowering Resilience. Her story of From Foster Care to Millionaire will blow you away. I mean, this lady is just amazing. And Brian St. Louis, the host of Mad Casters, also known as Making a Difference Casters, he is here with us to leave us a dose of hope pertaining to how we can effectively process and manage grief. Yes, Men feel pain too. You know, he's going to walk us through um, losing his daughter and how, um, you know, there's just a stigma around men who deal with pain and miscarriage just like women do. And so um, he's going to be here to talk to us about that. And just so anyway, we're going to have a good time next week. We're going to talk about some really tough things and we're going to just talk about how they got over um, all of this adversity just to to really move on and be able to bless and help more people. Um, if you haven't had a chance to go to adoseofhope.org, please go to our site, check us out, leave your email so that we can stay in touch with you. We have some really, really amazing things coming up. We have an awesome theme song that's going to be coming out. It's called Half Hope 2.0. It's going to be coming out this summer, as well as we got some GoFundMe things going on because we want to get into doing some serious acts of kindness throughout the globe. So, you know, we have that um, coming up. So please, please, please stay in touch with us so that you can get in on this have hope movement. Okay. You, you're going to want to do that because if you, if you have wanted to do anything good for people that you don't know, this is the place to do that at. Okay. <laughs> so you guys come on and, um, and make sure you log on. I also want to thank all of the artists who we play their music. You know, they send us some amazing music to share with you guys. And though we choose a certain type of music because it has to have a message of that inspires people and it has to have a message of inner uh, self-improvement and healing. And, and so some of it we don't get to play, but some of it we do. And for the ones who you know, we do get to support. I just thank you for entrusting us with your music. So just know that you have been dosed and I will talk to you guys on next week. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Ah! Uh-huh.
the greatest of all time The God I be feeling bad when they be asking how am I doing And I say good about you Don't they know the difference is Oh